Welcome to the Ron Keel Podcast. I'm your host, the Metal Cowboy. This show is built upon exclusive interviews with celebrities, authors, and entertainment industry insiders. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, hit the like buttons, and give the show a five-star rating. It really does help. Find me online at ronkeel.com and enjoy the show. Access granted. The boy is bound to get dirty when he's playing cowboy. Hello, Jeff. This is Ron Keel. Oh, man, another day in paradise, my friend. Great to talk to you. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. We'll get some extra content and uh, tell some old stories. But first of all, let's, uh, let's get a liner from you, Jeff, if you don't mind. This is Jeff Scott Soto. And I'm on the streets of rock and roll with Ron Keel. Streets of rock and roll. Since we have some extra time, so that's okay, man. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. I could I could always dub in the robot voice, you know, doing the complete. <laughs> Fantastic. Love's Blind, the lead single from vocalist Jeff Scott Soto's brand new solo album, Wide Awake in My Dreamland. He's also the frontman for Sons of Apollo, a long tenure with Trans-Siberian Orchestra, many other high-profile bands and projects. Jeff Scott Soto, man, welcome to the streets of rock and roll. I am doing... Man, we're about to... Yeah, we're about to dive deep. It was 1984 when we met, and we'll get to that. But right now, it's welcome to the 21st century, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. Obviously, they do, and there's a lot of reasons for that. We're going to dive into. Congratulations on solo album number seven, and for many artists in 2020. The recording studios become our sanctuary during this pandemic. Does that make this new album just a little more personal for you? Around the world, and 
You're right. It is a worldwide uh, situation, and we have been dealing with it all of our lives. It just seems a little more concentrated, a little more focused with all that's gone on in 2020. It is a Jeff Scott Soto album. However, you partnered up with Frontiers Records' wizard behind the curtain producer, songwriter, musician, Alessandro Del Vecchio, who has his stamp did my best, man. But he's got his stamp on so many great Frontiers projects. Was this a long-distance collaboration between the two of you? Well, it's amazing that he's able to do that, that you are able to do that. And some great records have been, I thought the Jeff Tate uh, record last year that he did was fantastic. This is certainly one of the best records of 2020. And But that is a different approach than you take with Sons of Apollo. It, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you guys get together as a band and really uh, get in the same room together and hash it all out as a band? Well, you're really good at it. Either way you do it, man, you're really good at it. The new album, Wide Awake in My Dreamland, is a two-CD set, an all-new studio album, plus a live album recorded last year at the Frontiers Music Festival. How cool is it to have the Jeff Scott Soto Legacy Show immortalized on a live album like this? Well, I actually have some other live albums that are really good, but pretty much like even some of the things that are on the 
um, and I think we had a long discussion about this. I wanted people to go to show, but I didn't want to cheat them into buying a, a live TV and a building 40 something minutes long. So I didn't want to see anybody with her, and you can hear the complaints in the moment of growing data. So we agreed that we would just get the data out of the streaming digital format at first, and then we would add it later on the physical end to kind of help speed physical sales, as we all know that diminished a lot. But there's still a lot of people that only want physical. So we can't. We just have to give it as a bonus bit for no extra cost as an incentive to buy the physical one. And I think it's win-win for everybody because you get to see and hear something that you just didn't hear the set that I was able to piece together as a short span of, of the set that kind of allows me to have a bigger set. But yeah. It was a great show, and I was there with you at the Frontiers Festival in Milan last year. And a great version, by the way, of Stand Up from the movie Rockstar with Dino Jalusic uh, helping you out on those, those trading screams with Dino, man. How cool is that? Wow, too cool. I'm speaking with vocalist Jeff Scott Soto. And Jeff, it seems that during the pandemic, you've immersed yourself, as usual, not only in this new solo album, but some other exciting projects as well. What else is going on in Soto World? Wow. I, I figured you would probably be keeping yourself very busy as usual. And I mentioned your long tenure with TSO. That's a holiday tradition for countless rockers everywhere. And no Trans-Siberian Orchestra this year. Sons of Apollo back in action in Europe next spring. You have a huge following in Europe. Not only Sons of Apollo, but Jeff Scott Soto as well. Do you feel like the live touring industry is going to recover a little more quickly in Europe than it might here in the States? 
With so much going on and so many projects, it's it's understandable. Your online presence is extensive. JeffScottSoto.com, SotoWorld.net, SonsOfApollo.com, Facebook.com, JeffScottSoto, and on Instagram at JeffScottSotoOfficial. What did I miss, dude? <laughs> and you, you, of course, of course, I always... I found that out myself. Even a guy that I've known for 35 years and been friends with, of course, to prep for the interview, I had to do some research, and it is absolutely extensive. Your your body of work is is very impressive, and uh, you know, you and I met and became friends back in the early 80s. I have a really cool photo of us uh, singing together on stage at the Roxy in Hollywood. We're that's right. <laughs> How cool is that? And we we haven't changed a bit, man. Really? I mean, well. <laughs> well, thank you. It's not for lack of trying. It must be in the genes. Plus, rock and roll, music, and love of life will keep us young. Um, you and I are part of. It's true, man. It's true. We we still feel and think like we're seventeen, and that somehow keeps us young in spirit. Yeah, Blind Squirrel gets a nut every now and then. We did have a good gig that day. We did. We did. And, uh, you know, we're on the bill with you and uh, Doug Aldrich and uh, his band. And after I came off stage, Burning Rain, Doug Aldrich looks at me. As soon as I walked off stage, he says, the old dog still knows a few tricks, apparently. So that felt good, that felt good man. Uh, you know, you and I are part of this fraternity of sorts, guys that worked with Ingve. And do you ever, do you ever talk about... Oh man, it, it, I got to bring it up because we have that common ground. Do you ever talk to, about that with other singers like Graham Bonnet, Mike Vissera, Mark Bowles, you know, Ron Keel, guys like us? Yeah, I got to be honest with you. I, 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 I
Absolutely. It puts you and your voice on the map. And you followed that with uh, working with some of the greatest musicians in the business for several decades now. And you're one of the nicest guys and one of the most active people in this business. The new album, Wide Awake in My Dreamland, is highly recommended for longtime fans. If, if you know this guy and you've been following Jeff Scott Soto for a long time like I have, get this record. Enjoy it. Plus, new fans that may be hearing that voice for the first time, this is a perfect introduction to who Jeff Scott Soto is and what he does. Jeff, thanks so much for your time and best of luck in life and music, my friend. Me too, man. Best of luck. Great record. Good job. And thanks for coming on the show. You got it, man. I could talk to you all day, but uh, that was seven, 17 minutes strong. And, uh, you know, if, if we have a moment, um, and I don't want to get political on you, this is extra content for the podcast version. But, you know, as musicians and singers, we have a voice. And sometimes I, I, dr- I have a hard time keeping quiet about where I stand on social, political issues, things like that. I know as entertainers, the fans just want us to shut up and sing. Uh, But, you know, if Muhammad Ali had just shut up and boxed, what would that have done for, I mean, just look at his contribution to culture. How do you feel about that fine line that we always have to walk between speaking our minds and just entertaining? Thank you. 
the Matrix and the NBA decided to run on the whole Black Lives Matter platform. That all matters means that I'm a, a left-wing extremist because I'm following their platform and I accept it. And if, if I were on the right wing, I would have told them to take a hike. You know, it's, it's, it's all been, you're going into my head without even going through of what I am. I'm excited, I'm celebrating the moment, and you're crapping on it because you think I'm trying to make a political statement. So this is why I personally just backed off on it because I realized, especially at my level, I'm not at the level of Bono or anybody or the Brian Mabel. If I drop even 50% my fan base, I'm going to be okay. I drop 50% of my fan base, I might as well just start working on the job. <laughs> I hear you. Well, well said, well said, and a great perspective on that as well. I did see your support of the Lakers. Congratulations, by the way. And, uh, I, I I walked that same line. You, absolutely, man, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we, we, we do have to uh, keep that all in perspective. I've been lucky to keep a lot of the friends in the business that – do not agree with my views and they know where I stand and I know where they stand when we love each other and accept each other. But I've seen it tear families apart. Literally just this year, fathers and daughters not speaking to each other, brother against brother. It's really sad. Well, I think we all agree. This new album is fantastic. I'm really proud of you and uh, great to catch up. I've been looking forward to this for a long time, Jeff, and I hope uh, we can do it again sometime soon. Absolutely, man. Uh, I will uh, text you my cell number. This is the studio line, but I'll text you my number. I think I still have yours from last year, but I, uh, I do think about you often, and it's always great to hear your voice, both on record and on the phone. Me too, man. It means a lot to me. And uh, best of luck with this promo dance. I know how Frontiers rolls, man. And so we, I'm glad to be a part of it. Glad I could get uh, a time slot in here with you. And this will air uh, probably, let me see, two and a half weeks before launch, right before the album comes out. I'm glad. I enjoyed it as well. Take care, and I'll talk to you again soon, Jeff. Okay. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'll be right back with more of that after this. If someone on your Christmas list appreciates and enjoys classic memorabilia from the 70s, 80s, and 90s, visit shopretroactive.com. The store is open online, and you can get all of the coolest merchandise and memorabilia from the 70s, 80s, and 90s at shopretroactive.com. That sounds like the voice of rock and roll. Glenn, good morning. It's Ron Keel. Hi. Hi. 
Hi, Ron. It's been so long. How are you? I am doing great, man. I'm really excited to talk to you today. Thanks for your time. How are you doing? I'm okay. I, I can't complain. A little bit, uh, well, you know, busy. Can you believe it? <laughs> so I'll take it. Good. Me too, man. Me too. And I'm excited to have you on the show this week. Let's go ahead and rip into it. But first, Glenn, if you would, could I get a liner? This is Glenn Hughes, the voice of rock and roll, and I'm on the streets of rock and roll with Ron Keel. Hi, 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 this is Glenn Hughes, and I'm with Ron Keel on the streets of rock and roll. Dead Daisies, fantastic stripped down version of that Humble Pie classic and a fitting song for these times from their new EP, The Lockdown Sessions. I'm excited to welcome the voice of rock and roll to the streets of rock and roll. Joining me now is vocalist Glenn Hughes. He's a rock and roll Hall of Famer, well known as a member of both Deep Purple and Black Sabbath and, of course, a huge catalog of albums, songs, projects, and bands like the Dead Daisies, Black Country Communion, Hughes Thrall, California Breed, Kings of Chaos. This guy's got a very extensive Wow. Of resume and you, you, dude, I'm, I think you, you have it. Man, I'm really excited to have you on the show, Glenn. How are you? I'm good, Ron. It's been so so long since we spoke and seen. So I'm glad you're doing well, my friend. I'm glad you are as well. We've been in the hole now, Glenn, for a little longer than 30 days. Tell me about the decision to record and release that as the theme song for 2020. You know, we we had the the uh the full electric version on as a bones track on on the album that's waiting to be you know released and doug came over and we uh started messing around with the song acoustically and you know i knew you know before i finished the first verse in this setting it would be different because this, let's be clear, that that version with Steve was so amazing. And, you know, I wanted to do something different, you know, and honor Steve in a different way and just bring it down to more of a bluesy, you know, thing like that. And I think it worked pretty well. It does indeed. Very, a lot of passion, a lot of energy, but still a little laid back and more bluesy, as you say. I'm guessing, Glenn, that you probably knew and, and hung out with the legendary Steve Marriott back in the day. Yes, I did. I knew Steve way, way back and, you know, and towards the end of his life as well. So, but, you know, let's be clear. Steve was one of the greatest blues rock singers, not just from England on this planet. He was really, really an icon and he is an icon, by the way. Absolutely. And many of the vocalists of my generation as well uh, cite him as one of our all-time favorites and and a guy named Glenn Hughes as well. Uh, Congratulations, man, on adding to this massive body of work like that extensive resume I was talking about with uh, not only the the forthcoming album from Dead Daisies, we'll talk about that in a moment, but this Lockdown Sessions EP, how therapeutic was it for you and the guys to dive into those sessions these past few months? Well, it, it was really therapeutic. We started out with Unspoken, which was the last single. And that must have been April. And then, you know, we sort of, because we, we really haven't spent any time together. Doug and I have seen each other a couple of times. But we, we live, well, Doug and I live in L.A. And Dee lives up in, in, in Washington State. And, and David Lowy lives in, in New York. So it was really what it was, was sending each other bits and pieces. And we had it edited in London. So what you saw is what you got. And it wasn't that easy to do. You, uh, people saying it's so easy. No, it's not really easy when you can't really get together in the same room. I'm the kind of guy that likes to be in the, in the room with people and sing. 
So it was somewhat typical, but it was well worth it. I get it. I'm one of those old school guys too, man. I want to be hanging out with my guys in my band and uh, writing and creating and performing and b- bouncing energy off of each other. I'm speaking with the voice of rock and roll, Glenn Hughes. Glenn, you had just literally joined the Dead Daisies last fall, went straight into writing and recording the new album you mentioned, Holy Ground, coming out next year. Mm-hmm. But you recorded it last November and December, and now that release has been delayed until 2021. We've already heard uh-huh. the killer debut single you spoke about, Unspoken. What's it like to have to sit on this album for an entire year? You know, it, 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 it's difficult for everyone that's having to do the same thing, but we, I, I wrote the songs um, last summer, and we went into you know, La Fabrique Studios in the south of France, which is like a chateau down there, you know, up above Marseille, in November, December, and what an experience that was, let me tell you. Oh, wow. And those songs were, were, those songs were born in that, you know, that beautiful chateau. It was absolutely an amazing place. Wow. And then we came home to finish it in Hollywood in, in, in January. And of course, the album was mixed in late February. And we've been sitting on this record now for six or seven months. And the album will be released at the, the third week of January. I would imagine the way you roll with your work ethic and your energy, you've probably already got another album written by now. I've got a lot of songs. <laughs> I mean, um, I'll, you know, you know that I'm a writer, so all I do, you know, especially in this period you know, when I don't really do much except walk, is is write. So I've got a stockpile of, of music here that um, will somehow be recorded at some point. I personally love the concept of the Dead Daisies, you know, super group with a rapidly revolving door the last uh, half decade or more. A lot of big names coming and going through the Dead Daisies, and you're a guy with a lot of options. When it comes to your next musical move, whatever you're going to, your next move on the chessboard, because you've got a lot of options and a lot of things and directions that you could go in, what drew you to the Daisies and convinced you this was the right fit? Well, I met with David Lowy, uh, the Australian fellow, is uh, the businessman and a guitar player, rhythm guitar player. He came to L.A. In fact, I was the last show of my American Glenn Hughes tour was in Michigan on May the second of oh nineteen and he flew out to see me and he flew me back to New York and Doug and Dean came out to New York and we, we had a three or four day session at SAR privately in New York City and we, we just played some stuff, played a couple of purple songs and we realized that this could actually work. So when I realized this is what I'm going to do, I, I went home and started to write for what the album is called Holy Ground. So uh, I went home and started to prepare for the album. Well, I know the from a fan's perspective, and I'm, I'm a fan first. I, you know, I'm in the business and I sing and play as well, but I'm, I'm a rock and roll fan as well. And I know that a lot of people have always been excited about how the Daisies have developed. And there was a lot of uh, excitement around your announcement. I know we're all waiting to see you live. You have not yet performed live with the Daisies. Is that correct? No, we have not. We, we really have not. Of course, we're tentatively, there's, there's touring scheduled for, <laughs> believe it or not, next February, we're starting in Germany. So um, it's, uh, again, Ron, as you know, tentatively, that's what's going on right now. Uh, people are now setting their stall out to book shows and touring. I know there's a full summer of stuff next summer. And we'll, let's, we have to wait and see. 
I know. And I'm, I'm sure the new album, Holy Ground, will no doubt become a big part of the soundtrack of our year in 2021. In the meantime, enjoy the lockdown sessions. All the links to listen and buy it are at thedeaddaisies.com. And a lot of great content there on the website as well, including the extended lockdown sessions video clip. I really enjoyed that. All the social media, merchandise, and more, thedeaddaisies.com. And join me in following this guy on Twitter at Glenn underscore Hughes. That's Glenn with two N's. Of course, we should all know how to spell that by now. Glenn <laughs> underscore Hughes on Twitter. Glenn, uh, it's an honor to talk to you, man. Thanks for the decades of entertainment and inspiration. And thanks for this interview. Ron, you're welcome. It's been too long, and I hope to see you soon somewhere. I hope so, too, my friend. Best of luck in the future, and thanks again. I hope to see you and hear your voice right to three. Last time I saw you, I was in the front row at a show in Vegas, and you were just belting it out. I can't wait to see and hear that again. Oh, my God. Yeah. You bet, Ron. Next time, you come and, come and say hello, for, for God's sake. Come and Absolutely. say hi. Absolutely, my friend. There you have it. The voice of rock and roll himself, Glenn Hughes, back after this. Thank you, Ron. Peace. Peace and love, everybody. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you, Glenn. You too. Thank you, Ron. Have a great day, my friend. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. You bet. Bye-bye, Ron. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Ron Keel Podcast. As always, it's a blast, a pleasure, an honor, and a thrill. Thanks for letting me entertain you. Wow! Find the Metal Cowboy online at ronkeel.com. Ah!